0: This call may be recorded or transcribed.
1: It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? God bless you. It's a great morning. Here at Declare Victory, we are here to call on the name of the Lord. There are blessings in the fellowship. A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth. And a word spoken in due season, how good is it? Good morning, brother Andrew. Love and respect, man. Brother Michael. Brother Michael. Happy Friday to you, brother. Good to have you on the wall. thank
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: My pleasure, sir. Way of life is above to the wise, that he may depart from hell beneath. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the border of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked man are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain, troubleth his own house, but he that hateth gifts. Shall live. The heart of the righteous standeth to answer. The heart of the righteous studieth to answer, but the mouth of the wicked poureth out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he heareth the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoiceth the heart in a good report maketh the bones fat. The ear that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. He that refuses instruction despiseth his own soul, but he that heareth reproof geteth understanding. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility the preparations of the hardened man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord all the ways of man are clean in his own eyes but the Lord weigheth the spirits commit thy works unto the Lord and by thoughts and your thoughts shall be established It's a blessed day at the Clear Victory. My name is Andrew. We're here to bless the name of the Lord. Who's with me on the
2: call? Good Happy
1: Friday, my wise sister. Good to hear your sound. God bless you. Have a happy Friday. Because God is good. Good all morning.
2: The time. Good morning. It's Susie.
1: Hey, Sister Susie. God bless you. you. Happy Friday to you.
2: Thank you, Brother Andrew. You have a wonderful day.
1: You as well. Thank is, you. Is, how are you? Are, are you feeling better?
2: Uh, not
0: this morning, but <laughs> most of the okay. time I am now. It's, it's getting
3: to feeling. Well
1: well, well, well. God bless you. You made the list this morning.
3: <laughs> Thank you, Brother Andrew.
1: Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Blessing to your house. Thank you.
2: Good morning. Happy Friday. It's Krishonda. Hey, Krishonda. Happy Friday to you. God bless you.
1: God bless you.
4: Good morning. Happy Friday. Jonathan.
1: God bless you, Brother Jonathan. Good to hear your sound this morning. Glad to have you on the walk. Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thought shall be established.
3: Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's kind
5: Kim. Have an amazing Friday.
1: Hey, kind Kim. How are you doing? God bless you, happy Friday.
5: Thank you, I'm blessed and happy as well, I appreciate that. Hey, Good man. morning, Brother Andrew, it's a favor Friday.
1: Yes, it is, happy <laughs> Happy Friday.
5: Happy Friday, um, check your phone for me, okay? Okay. Okay, thank you, have an amazing day, t v
1: okay. All right, CD. So far, I don't That's have any. That's Rochelle, anything. Andrew. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Michelle. <laughs> it's okay. So far, I don't have Yeah. Good
3: morning, Brother Andrew. Good morning, Restore Rochelle.
1: It's Christina Joy. <laughs>
5: Happy
1: Friday, Christina. Happy D- Happy Friday. God bless you. Good morning, Happy love. Oh, who was that?
0: Good morning, it's Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday, everyone.
1: Happy Friday, Prosperous Pam. Thank Good you. to hear you. Yeah,
0: great to hear your sound as
1: well.
2: Good morning, Happy Friday, Sylvia.
1: God bless you, Sister Sylvia. Happy Friday.
0: good morning happy friday this is shara happy happy friday you guys
1: happy friday sister for sure i'm sorry i just (coughs) sorry i have a tickle in my throat it's a happy friday to clear victory favor is with us the lord has blessed us with life Who's with me on the call? Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand joined in hand, he shall not be unpunished. By mercy and truth, iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. A divert, a divine sentence is in the lips of the king his mouth transgresseth not in judgment it's a favor friday to clear victory my name is andrew who's with me to approach the throne if there be no one else I'm going to ask everyone who can hear me, please, ma'am, please, sir, to check your phones and mute yourselves. And throughout the call this morning, check and recheck to make sure that the mute feature is still activated and engaged so that when the word of God goes forth, no one is going to be distracted by that which surrounds us. The word of God is most important. And tithing our time is blessed in his eyes. Okay, just a moment. Having some technical difficulties. Thank you again. My name is Andrew again, and I welcome everyone you can hear me to declare victory we are a prayer call and we meet Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m pacific standard time which is 8 a.m central standard time and 9 a.m eastern standard time to edify empower encourage and equip you in your walk with Christ. please feel free to invite a friend They can be blessed also. Today is Friday, which is men's day. Only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you this morning. Be sure to to join us continually continually through the month of October. Our new monthly theme, theme is entitled Decisions. Decisions in terms of making them, choosing them appointing them, picking them, selecting them regarding doing things in and for the will of God. Two announcements are before us today. With respect to Friday Night Live, the theme for tonight is the Wake Up Call, hosted by Sister Dee Dee Pilter and special guest. Christine joy, ask a friend, bring a friend, to be blessed by what you hear. Tonight, 6 o'clock Pacific Standard Time, as always, again, please tune in and bring a buddy and be blessed for the doing. Secondly, please remember that there will be no Saturday prayer call. This is on a temporary basis only with the Prayer Victory. They will resume Monday through Friday, same time, same place. We want to give this time back to the caller so that they can spend time with their families and their respective church ministries. There were no prayer requests submitted on the online app but we have (coughs) requests that we need to keep in the front of our mind firstly we're still praying for mona's aunt vet she's got a health situation stage four cancer and we're lifting her before the lord because he is our healer he says so himself and he is the Lord, and he cannot lie. Secondly, we're lifting Sister Susie up for the pain in her leg, and we know God is our healer, and he can provide with just a word or a touch, and we're asking him to measure her and give her that which she needs in this time. Mm -hmm. Other requests that we have in our mind are the children. We always need to pray for the children. There are children that are separated from their parents still. There are children incarcerated against their will still. There are children that are hurting, that don't have insurance because their parents are financially in the position where they cannot provide or afford. There are children that are hungry. There are children that are being sexually trafficked. There are children that are being abused. There are children that are homeless. Children are being bullied. We need to cover the children. God will bless us for the efforts and be merciful to us and ours if we do so. We need to lift the first responders up before the throne, the ones that are in danger, the ones that are being racially profiled, the ones that are being restricted and held back because of the wicked people in power above them, the ones that are being wearied by the strain, the stress, and the fear of the pestilence that walks the land. We're lifting the leaders above us before the throne from the federal, state, local, church, and auxiliary program levels. We need God to guide their minds and pull them by the strains of their heart that things go well for us in the land. We are lifting marriages before the throne. That the ties that bind will bring them together in an unconditional closeness that's blessed by the Lord. We are lifting our neighbors and our friendships before the Lord that things go well with us, that we may be a beacon of light to those that do not know the Lord and are not in communion with his holy spirit we are lifting the times before the lord and we as a people if we humble ourselves and pray seek his face and turn from our wicked ways then he will hear from heaven he will forgive our sin and heal the land and the land is in great need of healing and he promised us this because he told us so all of these things and so many more are before us as we approach the throne take them with you the order of the call is as follows prayer and corporate praise will be brought by brother jonathan the declaration will be brought by apostle pierre immediately following we will go into closing comments posted by apostle pierre mm-hmm. he will give us further illumination on what is being said that order once again prayer and corporate mm-hmm. praise will be brought by brother jonathan declaration mm-hmm. will be brought by God. God.
4: Can you
1: please mute your phone thank you the scripture for today is revelation chapter 2 verse 20. i'm sorry The scripture is Revelation, chapter 2, verse 10. Do not be afraid of what you are about to suffer. I tell you, the devil will put some of you in prison to test you, and you will suffer persecution for 10 days. Be faithful, even to the point of death, and I will give you life as your victors crown. May the Lord add a blessing to the hearing, reading, and doing of this holy word. Please check your phone once again, that it is muted, and make sure that it stays muted so that the clarity of the call and the impact of the word of the Lord will do exactly as it was intended to do. I now pass the call to Brother Jonathan. He takes us to the throne of grace. My name is Andrew Hart. God bless you, all. Hallelujah.
6: Glory to God. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. God, we say thank you this morning. We thank you this morning. Right where we are, God, we begin to clap our hands and tell you thank you. God, we create a space for you to sit down in. For your word declares that you dwell in the praises of your people. So, God, we set up a throne room for you now. We set up a place for you to meet us on earth. We open up earth so that you can sit down in. Father, we thank you this morning. We give your name the glory. Hey, we give you the glory. Thank you. give you the glory. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. We give you the glory. God, we say thank you this morning. We bless you. We magnify you. We glorify your name. Father, in the midst of wherever we are, we begin to tell you thank you. God, I thank you right now that you're able to do the exceeding, the abundant, the above all that we ever ask or thought. God, because you are God alone, we say thank you. God, because you are a great creator, we say thank you. Because you are the master, we say thank you. Because you're the author and the finisher of our Faith, we say thank you because you are our architect. We say thank you. We say thank you today. Shantanaman hey, Rabbabashan. God, we give your name the glory. God, we ask you now to touch all of those those requests that were made. God, we put those in our hands and we throw them at your feet now. God, leaving them there, expecting you to do the miraculous, expecting you to do exceeding abundance above all that we could ever ask or think. God, we pray now in the midst of our praise. We thank you for healing, God. Touch from the crown of their heads to the soles of their feet. God, touch in a miraculous way. Touch now. We declare life now, touching now in the name of Jesus. Father, cause the blood plates to line up. God, cause everything that is too high to come down low. low, Everything that is too low, bring it up and level the playing field now. Touch the body of those that are connected to this place. God, I pray that this become a place of healing, signs, miracles, and wonders. God, we declare and decree your power. God, let your garment be shadowed over the people now. God, clothe us and show us over in your power, God, let your anointing rest, let your anointing break, destroy, and sever everything not like you in the name of Jesus God, I pray now that you would begin to shift this atmosphere, that it is conducive for a word. God, I pray that your power would be displayed God we give your name the glory, hey God, we give you the glory we declare victory now. In the minds of those connected We declare victory now In the atmosphere Turn it around now Thank you, Jesus. Turn it around because of a thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We declare life now, God, now. Life now God now. life now, God, now. We declare life now, God, now. We declare life now, God, in the name of Jesus. We declare that you will live and not die. And you will declare the works of the Lord. You will declare the glory of the Lord. So, God, we put you on assignment like never before. God, open up the heavens and cause heavens. To bombard our earthly situations now in the name of Jesus. God, we'll submit to you. We'll do, we'll expect you, God. We we'll expect your presence. We we'll expect your power. We we'll expect you, oh God, in a mighty way, God. We expect you in a mighty way, oh God. Hit it a shot. We give you glory, God. Charge us on the inside, God. Let us go after you with a greater hunger and a greater thirst. Increase our hunger for you, God. Increase our thirsting for you, God, that you would fill us up according to your word, God. God, we give your name the glory, God. Now, for those that are looking for healing in their body, we begin to say thank you even now, God, for report. God, thank you for changing the situations, God. Thank you for turning situations around. Oh, we give you our glory, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, higher. Oh, thank you. Glory to your name, God. You are mighty, God. Thank you. Oh, you're worthy, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Touching the mind, God, now. Touch their minds now, God. Either. Touch their minds now, God. Let it be known that you are God. God, we give your name the glory. We give your name the glory. Touch the mouth of the speaker, God. Synchronize and syncopated God, with your, with heaven's thoughts And heaven's process now That the word of the Lord would come forth Unhindered, uninterrupted un, and, and God, by your glory God, we give you the glory now God, we give you the glory now Father, we thank you that because of today's day Because of our praise today The situations are turned God, because of today's praise t- Situations are turned Because of today's power Situations are flipped God, because of your anointing today uh, new mercies, God. We thank you now. We give you the glory, God. We say thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Glory to God. Thank you. Come on, family. Let's begin to give God praise this morning. Hallelujah. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
2: Thank you, God, for victory today, Lord God. Hallelujah. Thank you for this writing, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that your mercy are new. Thank you Lord God. Hallelujah, we bless you. We adore you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this me. Thank you, Lord God, for your grace of goodness. Hallelujah. Glory be to your name. Thank you, glory. Ki- thank you, Lord. We to to We make We to We to We you We Thank you. for the 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 you in the Lord God, thank you, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God. Lord God. And We 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 thank you for
3: healing.
2: We thank you We thank you thank you that it is those we that are but yesterday, 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 you we are here thank you, that we, we are like on the thank you you like I you in the You be in be in be and in 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 Thank you our faith. Thank <laughs> <laughs> you. For helping us recognize that okay. yeah. right. hey. yeah. 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 we <grows> like are right. We right. We Oh, and um, Thank you. Uh, so, uh, uh, ho- and like? oh, right? you know oh, we well, <uses our presentation> <Okay>. <hamen>
6: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, to thank you. We say, Jesus. God, we say, thank you. We say, thank you now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, we, we open up our ears. We open up our ears, God, to hear a word from you now. Thank you. And we'll give you the glory. Thank you. We'll give you the praise. God,
4: have your way in Jesus' name. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank you. Blessings,
7: family. Blessings, blessings, blessings. Happy Friday to you guys. I'm so excited to be with you all as usual. It is always an honor just to serve on the Declared Victory line. Hey, Dion. Hey, everybody. Um, I really thank God for this opportunity for even this thing for this month, decisions, because we are in a time where we're making decisions, life decisions. Uh, people are planning what their um people are planning what their goals are gonna be for next year and everything. And so I wanted to come from a very familiar passage of scripture this morning. We're gonna look at Daniel chapter three. Daniel chapter three and it's gonna be swift but very sweet. Um and we all know the story, we're familiar with it. It says, Nebuchadnezzar made a goat statue 90 feet high and 9 feet wide, and he set up in an area of his province in Babylon. King Nebuchadnezzar sent messengers to assemble the people and told all of them that at the time you hear the music. At the time you hear the instruments, bow down and worship the gold statue that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. I want to skip down to verse number 14, uh, verse number 13. It says, uh, actually, let's go to verse number 12. It says, there was a certain Jew whom you appointed to governor in the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men didn't obey your order, your majesty. They didn't honor your God or worship the statue that you set up. Then in a fit of rage and anger, Nebuchadnezzar summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Immediately they were brought to the king. Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar asked them, he said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, is it true that you didn't honor my gods or worship the god statue, the ghost statue that I had set up? When you hear the sound of the ram's horn, the flutes, the lyres, the harp, and the three string harps playing at the same time with all the other kind of instruments, you are to bow down and worship the gold statue I made. If you did not worship it, if you don't worship it, you will immediately be thrown into the blazing furnace. What God can save you from my power? Verse number 16, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered, and they said, King Nebuchadnezzar, we don't need to answer your last question. If our God, whom we honor, can save us from a blazing furnace, And from your power, he will. But if he doesn't, you should know, Your Majesty, that we will never honor your gods or worship the gold statue that you set up. I want to talk for a few moments on this topic decisions in the darkness. I want to talk about decisions in the darkness. There are sometimes that we uh, are faced with life situations that can look as if it's going to alter. Uh, our path, or it's going to alter our destiny, or if it's going to alter our purpose, and we're faced with situations. Do we believe what we hear, or do we believe the report of the Lord? Do we believe what we see, or do we begin to look through faith's eyes and see something different? And so whenever we get to this, what I like to call the fork in the road, most of the time, we end up in a place where we have to make a decision. Even though the situation may be dark, even though sometimes it's life-threatening, we have to to make a decision. We have to look at what it is that we're about to lose versus what it is we're about to gain. And so what happens is we get in this place where the decision has to be made, but we have to determine whether or not we're going to live in reality or we're going to live in faith. And so a lot of people, I was having a conversation with uh, my bearer, with my friend, and when we were talking, we were talking about a conference that he had to do, and I was encouraging him, and I said something to him, which I got to go back and <clears throat> uh, recant what I stated, but what I said to him was, man, you got to do this even if you do it scared, and so this morning, as I was preparing and as I was reading over my notes for today's lesson, the Lord checked me on something, and he said, why must you do it even if you do it scared? And he took me to, first Tim, I mean, to Second Timothy chapter 1, verse number 7. It says, for the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but that of power and love and a sound mind. And so the thing that I have to understand is when it comes time for me to make a decision, I cannot make the decision in fear. If I'm going to step out in faith and if I'm going to make the decision to trust the word of the Lord or to trust what God put before me or to trust what God told me to do, I cannot do it in fear. I cannot do it in fear because fear is the opposite of faith. And so I can't do it in fear. And so whenever I begin to do something in fear, even if it's what God has told me to do, I begin to operate under a spirit of confusion. And so one of the things that I want to, one of the points that I want to make, and I want you to keep this in your mind is this, God is not the author of confusion. He's the authority over it. He's not the author of confusion, but he's the authority over confusion. And so whenever confusion tries to come into my mind, I have to take authority over it. Anytime there was some level of confusion that took place in Scripture, God gave authority over that thing. Uh, come here, Moses. Let's talk about it. When the Pharaoh and the, and the people of Egypt began to chase after the children of Israel, when they got to the Red Sea, it seemed confused. They were confused. They, why did God bring us out here to die? Why did God cause us to be released from Egypt only to bring us out here to be killed by them? Because the chariots and the horses and the riders were after them. And God asked Moses the question. He said, what's in your hand? He said, what's in your hand? And he told Moses, he said, stretch out your staff and the waters will part. And when Moses stretched out his staff, what happens? The water parted. But Moses had to make the decision to believe what he was hearing. Point number one is this, if you're going to operate in the level of faith and you're going to make godly decisions in this season, the very first thing you have to do is have faith enough to believe what you're hearing. I was talking to my spiritual daughter uh, a while back, and she said something to me that was very profound. She said, the first step of victory is to realize that God told you the truth. I came to let you know this morning that God told you the truth about you. He told you the truth about your abilities. He told you the truth about what you're destined to do. He told you the truth about what you were capable of. He told you the truth about your power. And the moment you come into agreement with the truth of God, you will see victory manifest in your life. Come here, Job. Let's look at this. And so Job. Here it is. We know that God had a hedge of protection around him. He told Satan you can touch everything that he has, but you cannot touch his soul. One thing that stuck out to me about Job was this. Although Job had experienced a lot of calamity in his life, although he had experienced a lot of downfalls and deaths and losing everything, it says that Job said this. He said, though he slay me, yet would I trust him. So that leads me to point number two, my decisions and my decision making not only takes the level of faith, but it takes me to have a level of trust in the Lord. I have to trust in the Lord with all my heart and lean not to my own understanding. The moment I try to start understanding how God is going to do what he's going to do, I begin to operate in in a spirit of plan B. I begin to make a plan B. And anytime there's a plan B, it doesn't give God a chance to work because they're saying, God, I know you got all power, but just in case your power's not working today. Just in case your power's not working today, I have a plan B. And and so what that tells me is if I'm going to operate in in swift godly decisions, the first thing I have to do is be like Moses. I have to be willing to stretch. I have to stretch my faith. I have to stretch my faith to believe that God can create something out of nothing. When there seems to be no way, I have to be able to stretch my faith. The second thing I need to do is to be like Job. And when I'm like Job, I have to have a level of trust where my faith is is so embedded in God that I trust everything he says, even if it sounds crazy. You have to position yourself to believe that God is going to do what he said he's going to do, even if it sounds crazy. Make the decision to come into agreement with what God said. The third thing, let, let's look at Ezekiel when he was at the Valley of Dry Bones. Here's what, uh, here's what happened. God said, hey, son of man, can these dry bones live? Ezekiel said, God, I, I don't know, but you do. And then he told him to prophesy. The thing that we have to understand is I have to make the decision to understand that I don't know everything that God does. Most of the time when we're making decisions, if you're anything like me, we are very analytical. We overthink it. We can think ourselves out of a blessing. We could think ourselves out of purpose. We could think ourselves out of doing something That God has anointed us to do. I remember when God told me to do my first play and he told me to do my first conference. I thought of every reason why I couldn't and why I was not ready and why this wasn't a good time. In reality, it was people that were waiting for what I had. Your decision is going to usher somebody into their destiny. You cannot leave people hanging in the balance because your decision is what's going to usher them into their destiny and so if i'm going to operate in godly decisions in this season i have to understand that i cannot do it in fear i know we hear do it afraid do it afraid do it afraid then that counteracts the word of god that says he has not given us the spirit of fear but that of power love and a sound mind and so when we break that scripture down if i'm going to operate in making godly decisions i cannot have the spirit of fear why because perfect love casts out all fear and so i cannot operate in fear because god has not given me the spirit of fear but he's given me power when i understand the power of god i understand that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all i can ask think or imagine what according to the power that's already working in me. You already have the power in you to make the right decision. You already have the power in you to get the goal done. You already have the power in you to make it happen. What's in your hand? What decision are you going to make? The next thing it says, that he has not given me a spirit of fear, but he has given me power, love, perfect love, cast out all fear. If I know that God loves me, then it helps me make the decision to do what he wants me to do. He said in his word, he said, I put before you life and death. I wish that you choose life. Isn't that amazing that God will give us a decision, but then he tells us what will be good for us? He says, I wish that you would choose life. I wish that you would choose life. That's just like saying, I wish that, uh, you, you have some things that's going on in your life. And so I want you to choose this way because this is the best house for you. And so when we position ourselves to know that God loves us enough that he's going to give us options but help us make the right decision, then it makes my decision making easy because I trust the Lord. I trust his voice so I can trust his decision because he knows the plans. Jeremiah 29 and 11, he knows the plans that he has for us, plans of good and not evil to give us a hope and a future. So if the decision that I make is not abetting me or not a assisting me in in giving my hope and my future manifested, it's the wrong decision. It's the wrong decision. It's not a God decision. And then it says that he has not given us the spirit of fear, but that of power, love, and a sound mind. And a sound mind. Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus. There was a wave in the 90s, and the wave was uh, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? And so now when I get ready to make a decision, I ask myself that question. What would Jesus do? How would Jesus move? How would Jesus respond? How would Jesus operate? Can I let you know that you have entered into a season where your decisions need to reflect what Jesus would do on the earth? You have to allow your decisions to reflect what Jesus would do on the earth. I know sometimes we want to check their chin and rock their jaw, but we have to allow our decisions to reflect what Jesus would do on the earth. And so decisions in the darkness. What decision are you making when you can't see? I, God, I don't know how you're going to park this red sea. I don't know how you're going to do this. I don't know how you're going to heal my body, but I believe the report of the Lord. I don't know how you're going to make this way. It's dark right now. But he's the light at the end of the tunnel. And so when I decide that I'm going to make decisions in the darkness, the key is this, not making a decision without his input. I'm going to take it back to the Lord every time. What decisions have you made concerning your life that you did not consult God in? What decisions have you made in your life that you didn't get his input on? that caused you to still remain in the dark or that caused you to still be caught up in the Red Sea or that caused you to be in a place where, where you were confused. Remember, he's not the author of confusion. He's the authority over it. And so he has a way of taking authority over what's confusing you or what's trying to make you go in the opposite direction. He has the power and the authority to take control over that. And point you in the right direction. His word declares this. It says, thy word, O oh Lord, is a lamp unto my feet and it's a light unto my path. His word says that the steps of a good man are ordered by God. And so he has the way of positioning you. I believe the Psalms 23 that says, he leads me. Besides still water. So that means that as long as I'm following him and he's leading me, I'm going to make the right decision. Who's leading you? What footprints are you walking in? What footprints are you following? Even in Footprints in the Sand, it it says in the poem Footprints of the Sand, it says, but there was a time where there were one track of footprints and God responded, that was the time that I carried you which lets me know that there's some decision that he will make for me only if I'm willing enough to just rest in his arms. When I don't have the strength to do it myself, I can trust his decision making. And so what I hear God saying to us this morning is that he needs, uh, he needs us to get to a place where he, we give him power of attorney over our decisions. Let him make the decisions for us. Let him make the choices for us. And so we, we can't revoke that privilege from him. He's a good father. And so let, let's give him that. Let's allow him to have power of attorney over our decisions. Because until we do that, we'll be in the darkness trying to figure our way out. And so there's no need in this season to make decisions in the darkness, our mandate, our goal, is to let him lead us and guide us. And he's going to lead us the right way every time. So no more decisions in the darkness. No more decisions in the darkness. Let's trust and let's have a confidence in our God. Let's know that that when we hear the sound, like you know, like Nebuchadnezzar had an idol built. That that when they heard the sound, he wanted them to make a decision to bow and worship it, And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, "No, nah, we can't do that. We we can't do that. God is coming to deal with the idol that's trying to get you to bow. But you have to make the decision that when I hear this sound, I'm not going to get down. I'm not going to bow." They said something so powerful, which is why I believe the Lord had me to to read this passage. They said something so powerful. They said, we don't need to answer your last question. If our God, whom we honor, can save us from blazing furnace and from your power, he will. But if he doesn't, we know he has the power to do it. We know he has the power to help us make the right decision. We know he has the power to bring deliverance to us. But if he doesn't, it's not going to change my decision to follow him. If he doesn't, I don't care what you're facing right now. I'm I'm facing something right now that's crazy. But I've made up in my mind that I know he can do it. But if he chooses not to, that means he has another way. So I'm not going to make a decision in the darkness and neither should you. And so, Father, I thank you that even in this hour, you're teaching us to make godly decisions based off of what you would do. You're teaching us to hear your voice. Father, you're teaching us to not operate in fear. God, we're not going to do it afraid. We're going to do it in faith. We're going to do it in confidence. We're going to do it in full trust. We're going to do it knowing that you will never steer us wrong. God, we know that you're not the author of confusion. We know that a double-minded person is unstable in all of their ways. And so, God, you brought us to this month of decisions to stabilize our mental capacity to make godly decisions. And we trust you with that. God, we give you power of attorney over our decision making. You make the decisions for us because you know what's best. You know the plans that you have for us. There are plans of good and not evil to give us a hope and a future. So, God, help us to stretch. Help us to declare and help us to see and speak only what you say. Help us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all of our ways acknowledge you so you can direct our path. Father, you put before us life and death. Death is in the darkness, but we choose the light. And so we choose life. We choose you. We choose you. We know your voice and a stranger's voice we will not follow. God, even if it's our own, silence to enter us that overanalyze how you want to do. God, help us make decisions that will lead someone else to their destiny. And we promise we will give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Anybody have any questions? Anybody want to say hello? Any comments? or concerns that you have for me on this morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I heard two people, I think.
2: Good morning.
5: It's
7: Keshonda.
5: God bless you. So good to hear your voice as always. Happy Friday. Good morning,
7: Keshonda. Happy Friday. Great declaration. Thank you. Good
3: morning. It's Jubal and Juliet. Yes, it was a great declaration. It's good to hear you.
7: Yes, ma'am. Hey, good morning, Juliet. Nice to hear you as well. Good morning. It's pretty
5: Patrice. Wonderful declaration this morning, man of God. Hey, God bless Mr. you. Chief.
7: Bless you. Thank you so much.
3: Good, good morning, this is
7: oh, I heard Sister Tracy, and I think I heard Sister Simone.
5: Yes, this is Simone. Great declaration.
7: Thank you so much, Sister Simone. Was that
3: Sister Tracy I heard? Yes. Excellent
2: declaration. Hey, good morning. Good morning.
5: Thank you so much. Good morning, it's Kenya on point declaration. Thank you.
7: Thank you so much, Kenya. Bless you.
5: Good morning, Apostle. It's Didi. Awesome, awesome fire and listen, stop chin, checking and rocking jaws, for real.
7: I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs>
5: Good morning, Miss Leomia. Thank you for that wonderful declaration this morning.
4: Good morning. Bless you.
5: Good morning, Ms. Gloria. Ms. Gloria, God bless you. Thank you for that wonderful, powerful, clear and direct declaration. God bless you. I love you.
7: Love
1: you too, Gloria. Thank you so much.
0: Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Prosperous Pam. Wonderful declaration. God is my power of attorney. I am so thankful. Um, And yes, that was just an awesome declaration. So, so, so great always to hear your sound.
7: Thank you so much. Bless you. Bless you.
5: Good morning, Apostle Pierre, Rochelle, thank God for your declaration. I I, want to say I ain't never scared, and when the enemy tries to trick me, I will call in my power of attorney. Great declaration. Applying it on today, I am declaring victory because I have a power of attorney that won't stop, can't stop, never stop.
4: God bless you. Right, and and won't scare me wrong. Bless you.
3: Anyway, hey,
5: Didi. Yeah, I just want hey. to have Rochelle, she be starting stuff all every time with that won't stop, don't stop. But that, that spirit of fear, oh my God. Oh, I'm at the preschool my so praise for my my uh breathing. Um <laughs> it's so funny that you said do, when we say uh do it afraid. I remember taking a biblical counseling class and that took the subject came up. And it's like, no, you don't have the spirit of fear and the way you broke down it being confusion, and we know confusion does not come from God. But what I think about when you say to take, to choose faith over fear, most of the time for me, the decisions that make me, the fear want to, you know, set in or I get anxious about it, I understand when now, like this morning, it came clear that faith kicks in and overrides the fear because a lot of times those hard things that we're not sure that we can do, we do it. And so we're not really, mm-hmm. think about it and you made it clear, we're not really doing it afraid, we're activating our faith. Because if you're really that afraid of it, you're not going to do it. You're going to fall down and slide down the wall. And so then the enemy has his way. Then that confusion kicks in. And so fear will override faith. And it happens. So I thank you so, so much for just how you just reminded us about that. Um, just don't let fear rule the things that we have to do. Because there's so much going on in the spiritual warfare. And I'm praying for you for the things that you're going through right now that it'll all work
7: out. Because God is your defender. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, when we when we look at fear, um, we have to understand that fear comes to, to grip us before we can manifest. It comes to grip us before we can manifest because what happens is Satan doesn't have an issue with you moving into, uh, he doesn't have an issue with you going to church. He doesn't have an issue with you knowing what you're called to do as long as you don't manifest it. The moment you manifest it is when you become a threat. And so I have, to, I have to get to that place where I'm like, okay, even when it comes to me preaching, I'm still nervous. I'm, I'm still nervous. I'm still, uh, you know, nervous when I get up to preach. But what I found out is the nervousness is good because it lets me know that I'm not doing it in my strength. And so being afraid says I'm afraid to manifest. But doing it in faith says it's not me anyway. Anyone else?
2: Hi Apostle, good, morning, Apostle.
5: good morning, Apostle Pierre. Awesome word. Thank you so much. That was just confirmation for me. I love it. Thank you. Awesome.
3: Tanya, this is Tanya. Thank you. Hey, Tanya. Thank you so much.
5: Apostle, can you tell me, um, too, you said my decisions not only takes a level of, and that's, I didn't get the rest of that. Say that one more time. Um, number two, my decisions not only takes a level of, and I'll
7: stop at of. Oh, your decisions, so they take a level, it takes a level of faith and trust and confidence in God. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, Apostle T. Yeah,
2: good
5: morning,
3: Apostle Pastor. Want so I wanted to say good morning to you first. This is Persistent Priscilla, just a wonderful, great, solid um, declaration and which cleared up a lot of things because I've had a lot of decisions right now that I have to make. And I've always heard that, you know, even if you got to work it out through fear and trembling and just work it out and do it in the Lord. And I, I considered that faith. I said, okay, well, that's faith. You know, fear grips you and it comes upon you but you still fight through it and work on it because you believe in the word of God, but God didn't give you a spirit of fear. Like you cleared that up and you positioned it differently. So I appreciate that, um, the clarity. And I appreciate the entire declaration because it just, it makes you want to operate in the in the authority, and then you know when confusion comes on you that God has authority over confusion, and then you rest in knowing that God is your power of attorney when you're dealing with a lot of different issues, whether it's legal or not legal. You rest in that. So I just I just uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate the clarity. Thank you.
7: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome.
3: Anyone else?
0: I just wanna say one other I just wanna um say again about that power of attorney was big what you said about the lord um as as you continue to seek him um i I mean, as long as I can remember i've I've thought the Lord since I was like um you know my first year in college or actually right after I graduated college, sorry. But we were talking about on the women's call, like about decisions too, and sometimes not doing something as a decision. And I um was talking about some things I was looking, since I'm a person of a particular age, I have time to ponder over decisions that I made. And I thank God, because um, I might ask a, a question, why am I, you know, still single, God? Why am I still single? But then I thank him because, he knows he's my power of attorney. He knows when, he knows how, everything. And I'm not gonna go against anything that how he's how he has it aligned. And so when you think about that or why didn't I get my job, I thank God for being my power of attorney. I am a witness and I'm just so glad that you um used that term. It was just um it was cool. It was great. So thank you again for your declaration. Going on mute.
7: Thank you so much. I appreciate it, and that's that's so true. Anyone else?
5: Good morning, Apostle Pierre. This is Sonia. Good morning. You, you, you mentioned a you power of attorney, and it got my attention. Um, and it said, "Not my will, but your will be done."
2: <laughs>
5: and I and I said, "In earth as it is in heaven," and it's, there there was that power exchange. Cause you said power of attorney. So when the power was exchanged, that meant surrender, I I let go. And you were talking about how you get nervous before you speak. I get nervous before I speak and pray because it's like, I got to let go. So you let go of everything that is about you. I surrender my will. And I say, Lord, you know what? I surrender and I let go of whatever my thoughts, my plans, whatever I think is going to be, and and I, I exchange it for whatever for what you have your will your thoughts your plans your purpose so it will take place because i came from the earth the dirt the dust so it's that exchange so his essence his will his glory what he put in me um because he wants to see his reflection so he's looking for himself in me so there's that exchange there so if you want that power of attorney here it is because it's the blood already in me it's already been written in me so that's what he's searching for that's what he's looking for because says, Yay, though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will fear no evil but i rob my staff and comfort me so i, I want to thank you for that for that reminder because i'm not a pow but i have a
7: pow so thank you have a great day oh thank you thank you for that and and even when we look at power of attorney what what that says is i'm giving you the authority to handle these areas of my life because I don't have the capacity to make the decisions myself. And, and, right. and so that's... I ahead. don't have the capacity. No, you're, you're good. I don't have the capacity. And so when we understand that um, if if God is the author and the finisher of our faith, if he knows everything concerning our life, then why wouldn't I give him power of attorney? If he knows how to handle the matters of my life better than I do, what that says is if I'm incapacitated, I know, I trust that this person is going to make the best decision for my well-being. So I exactly. Agree
5: that means, right. So that means that, because I know on Wednesday, we were talking about opening doors that we shouldn't have opened. And it said in the passage about issues, the personal issues of our life, and I put subscribed and from subscriptions, you know, how we subscribe to, like, Jet Magazine and Essence and Home Life, that we have subscribed to issues in our life. That means we've opened up stuff that we shouldn't have. So we let him have it so those doors will be closed. So that was that power kind of attorney. So the many issues is because we subscribe to it to let him close all that out. So it's
1: not my will. So here's the power of attorney. Close them out, Lord, and seal Yep.
2: That's good, man. <laughs> Anybody else?
1: Anyone else
4: before we close out? This is Brother Johnson. Great declaration, sir. Um, and that power of attorney. Um that's that's a like you said gives you it lets you know that you don't have the capacity uh if anybody's ever preached prayed or prophesied there is a a certain level of nerves that go with that because you have to be you have to have the faith in the god that sent you to the assignment and sometimes that that's that right there is enough to cause you to shake your faith. You said earlier that it's not me it's it's I'm nervous here, but it's not about me anyway, so God, you got to do something, and it puts God back in the place of the responsibility because naturally speaking, if anybody's ever had to hold the power of attorney it's there are decisions that have to be made that may not be comfortable, and everybody doesn't have to be privy to the to the concept of what's happened what's happening is is whatever is best for the the person or the, the individual at hand so great declaration sir yeah
7: and you, you just brought up a, another thing in my spirit when you said that um even when it comes to the power of attorney there there's some decisions that are hard that have to be made and guess what everybody's not going to like the decision and they don't have to and so that's one thing that just dropped in my spirit when you said that there's some decisions that that God will have you do, or there's some decisions that you will have to make because God has made that decision for you. And I remember when I was leaving Chicago, and I had to move the first time. My mom didn't want me to move. And my mom said, uh, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go. And the Lord had me ask her a question. the question was, hey, Mom, when I was a baby, was I ever Christian? And she said, yeah. I said, well, what did that mean? She said, oh, it's when um, when you're a baby and, and your parents come together and your godparents and family come together and they rededicate you back to God. And I said, oh, I said, so that means that whatever decision he makes me make in my life, you don't have any authority over because I belong to him. And she's like, "Hmm." And it's the same thing. The decisions, when we make the decision and God has full power of attorney over our life, he he can say what we do. He can control where we go. He can control what happens. And no one else's opinion matters. And so I believe that us giving God the power of attorney over our life as it relates to our decisions, is us saying, God, I don't care what anybody else thinks. Once again, using Moses, I don't, I don't care about your stuttering problem. I need you to go and deliver my people. I don't care that you feel inadequate. What's in your hand? And I believe that's where God is trying to take us. not He doesn't care about our excuses. He doesn't care about the things that we feel disqualify us. He's like, hey, I, I got you.
2: Apostle. Yes. This
5: is Dee Dee. Oh my God. So I'm sitting here trying to keep it together. But when my father was passing away, um, my two older sisters had the, you know, they made all the decisions and stuff. And and I was thinking when you're saying it, even with that, God knows who is capable because some of the decisions that have to be made me being the youngest and being daddy for I know for a fact I, I joke about it but I'm I'm not really joking the things that they had to really decide for him I probably would have been that that one that is went the opposite way you see what I'm saying so to try to prolong his life when I know that um you know God still God's will is what it is but I'm just thankful for what I got out of it too as far as clearing up some other things that I have been struggling with because that's real god knows who can handle what i couldn't even clean his house out but when we were you know packing up stuff it was hard for me to even do that so i thank you for that And it wasn't a fear thing it was just feelings and feelings are real so thank you for that part too i wasn't the one to be able to take care of that part so thank you
2: mm-hmm. hey yeah. uh this is gloria
5: hey. i'm 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 dd's Dee sister and dd Dee Dee, i was thinking the same thing about about uh having Antonia that that daddy appointed and Antonia and I um as his power of attorney and having to make hard decisions and having to stand our ground in those decisions even when it came to dealing with daddy um and 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 just knowing that God God does everything well and he does everything correct and being able to um just stand in what God has has chosen, what our our power of attorney has chosen. He knows what's best for us, and He's going to do what's best for us, and not have us all chaotic and running around. So I appreciate that because even in that life lesson of being one of the power attorneys, our our personalities are different. My sister is my sister's personality and mine, but sometimes she had to be the forward one, and then sometimes I had to be. But thank God, all of what we need is in one, our Abba Father. So I God bless, God bless you. I really appreciate this
7: because this did help me put some things in the right perspective too. Yeah, it's it, it, it's it's amazing that um and and like y'all gotta stop <laughs> talking because a lot of things like are popping up in my spirit and and even one of the things that I didn't understand even as it related to my granny when my granny passed. Um, my, my granny did a DNR. A, and for those that may not understand what that is, let's do not resuscitate. That means if I die or if something goes on, don't, don't bring me back. And, and so there's some things in our lives that we have to make a decision a DNR. There's some things that we, we cannot resuscitate. So the season of me walking in doubt of what I'm called to do, I can't, I can't resuscitate that. I got to let that die because there's work for me to do. There's some things that, there's some things, and I'm willing to even say it this way, there's some things, some people, some places that I have to serve a DNR or I have to allow my power of attorney to say, "Mm -mm, let that die. And it's a hard decision. But when we let it die, we'll see that it, it sets so much more peace. And so with my granny, I didn't want her to die. But when she did, I was like, She's better off. She's better off then because she the quality of life. And so when the power of eternity makes those hard decisions for you, it's something although you you may not understand it, just come into agreement with it because it's better off. I believe it was Twinkie Clark that, that sung the song Accept What God's Accept al- What God Allows, you'll be better off anyway.
0: I just have to chime in because of this conversation. Um, you know, I talk about my mom a lot, and I I think I would have been the last person in this situation because I am the youngest. I'm the second to the youngest, but I'm on the younger side because um, I have three other siblings and two much older um, siblings. But in um, caring for my mom, you know, when you're growing up or when you're um, maybe younger or immature, more less mature um you hear power returning, and it sounds so great like well, i'll just say for myself i used to think it sound like oh wow that's a good thing but you don't realize the weight that comes with that like that's so much mm-hmm. <laughs> so as i've gotten older and um gotten into like the details of you know what is required it is so much weight like you said when you're trying to decide life or death and helping and trying those are so so heavy so i thank god That he's my power of attorney. Just turning it right on back to those questions about (laughs) I don't know why I I grew up thinking um, that I shouldn't get pregnant, and now I wonder at at 54 why didn't I have kids because I I think kids are cool. Well, I don't think I'd do it any differently. I don't know. God has an assignment and He has His plans for me, so I just thank God that He's my power of attorney in those areas that sometimes I'll stop and ponder. I don't get sad and all upset about it, but I'll ponder things like what if it was like this, and I'm like no, but God said. It should be like this. And I'm at peace with that. So, um, great discussion, everyone.
3: Yeah. Anyone else?
1: Anyone else going once? Going on twice?
7: Well, I always love our discussions that we have, family, on these. Um, declare victory cause, I once again thank you guys for allowing me to um, be a declarer for today. It's always a privilege and an honor, and I learned so much from you guys as well. Uh, let me just bless your day so we can go on about our days. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for my brothers and sisters and your sons and daughters that are on this call with me. Father, I thank you that you have entered us into the season of making godly decisions and allowing you to be our power of returning. So, Father, we give you full authority. Over our day, over our lives, over our destiny, Father, we say whatever it is that you desire to do, perfect those things concerning us. We give you permission to make all decisions concerning the matter of our life. And so, Father, I speak that blessings will overtake them today, that divine networking and connections will be their portion, that you will satisfy them with great help, that they are healed and spirit-filled and sickness and diseases far from them. I thank you, God, that financial increase and peace in their minds and in their homes will meet them. Father, I decree and declare that no good thing will you withhold from them. And Father, I bless them there and cover them with your blood. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Until next time, guys, I love you with the love of Christ, and I look forward to being with you again. Amen. Amen.
2: God bless. Have, a Amen. Have a
5: blessed day, everyone.
2: Have a blessed day, everyone. God bless you. God bless God bless you Have a blessed day, everyone. Blessed day, everyone. Be blessed. <sighs> Thank mm-hmm.